Hello and welcome to The Motherhood Guide, where it's all about making your experiences of pregnancy, birth and motherhood better. I'm your host Kelly, a mum of two, a hypnobirthing teacher and birth educator, and I'm here to help you thrive in motherhood rather than simply just survive. Let's get started. Now when I first got the idea for this podcast episode, I was thinking to myself, I don't know if this is going to be a little bit too niche. So it would be absolutely great if you do listen to this episode and you do relate to it. If you could get in touch, I would absolutely love to speak to other people that feel this way. So I will leave my social media in the show notes. And if you wish, you can absolutely contact me to have that conversation. But what I have found in the past six months is a really, really strong pull towards slowing down and enjoying a more slow paced life which I kind of feel is the opposite of what we're seeing on social media at the moment. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on mums to be more and to do more, whether that's feeling the pressure of setting up all of these fancy sensory activities for your kids if you're at home with your kids, or actively trying to entertain them all the time if you're at home, or taking them out to lots of classes and clubs and still trying to fit your own life in around all of these things that you're trying to do for your children. And then you've also got the cost of living crisis as well and many mums are feeling the pressure at the moment to bring more income into the home, work various jobs while taking on the responsibility of the home as well. And then I don't think that it helps either that we're living in a society that doesn't really prioritise rest or self-care and many women feel that the measure of their worth and success is actually how full their calendars are. And then this is just further reinforced with this super mum mentality, you know, that we can juggle all these things and we can do so much, which I do talk about this in another podcast episode of mine all about self-care as a mum. So there definitely is a lot of pressure on mums to be doing so much at the moment. But you know what? I just want to do less. I unsubscribe from doing too much. Like, I am done doing so much. And I really feel like there is such a strong pull to winding back on my responsibilities a little bit, worrying less about the small things in life that don't actually really matter, like my house being absolutely spotless and like a show home. And I just really want to start prioritising my own self-care as part of my life rather than it just being an afterthought when I reach breaking point. Do you know what I mean? I'm just a bit sick of living in this rat race and this hustle culture that's just constantly pressuring me to do more when I just want to slow down and just enjoy my kids and just enjoy the little things in life like just sitting down and playing with them and making memories together no matter how small those are. I just feel like I can't be the mum that I am aligned with if I'm just constantly under pressure to be doing all of these things all the time. And I did find about six months ago that I kind of did reach that breaking point where I was just like, I am so fed up of this. I'm sick of feeling constantly dysregulated and stressed out and I could see the connection was there that it was just because my life was beginning to feel too full on. And from then on, I kind of knew that I had to start making changes in my life and really start listening to that pull that was having. Because at the end of the day, it was my body trying to tell me something. And so from then on, I have made some really small changes to my life that have allowed me to find a little bit more time to slow down. And I really do feel like that's making me a better mum, but also just a happier person as well. So I wanted to talk about this from both the perspective of slowing down 
and how that affects my approach to motherhood. But then I also wanted to do a little part two on how slowing down has really kind of affected me as a person outside of being a mum. So stay tuned for part two. Now for a bit of context, I am someone who has never liked to be rushed. I have never been good with having too much in my calendar. It makes me feel really overwhelmed. And rushing about to get to certain places at certain time stresses me out. I am that late friend. I'm late for everything. Don't ask me why, because it's not about a disrespect for other people's time. I just seem to find it really hard to be on time for things. I swear I must have that time blindness, because it is a real struggle for me. So as you can imagine, becoming a mum, I have only found it even more challenging to get to places on time and to not feel the pressure and the stress that is getting ready with two children. So the first thing that I wanted to do was really reduce how much was in my calendar and make sure that I scheduled in plenty of time to get ready whenever possible. So I wasn't going to feel that constriction with time. Whenever I did go out and do things, because it wasn't about completely shutting off the kids from the world or anything like that, I was just more mindful of the way that I planned things moving forward because I was terrible for scheduling things in at nine o'clock when I knew fine well that my kids would sleep till half seven, eight, and then I would be stressing and rushing about trying to get them ready super quick. So I started making sure that the timings that I was meeting people did actually work for me because I guess that was just the people pleaser in me trying to make everything as easy as possible for everybody else at my own expense. So I just started scheduling things in a little bit later if that made things easier for me and making sure that I got up nice and early so that there was plenty of time and we could still kind of have that slower pace whilst still having a little bit of that pressure to be ready for a certain time and it just it just helps what that also meant as well as being mindful of where I chose to meet up with people because I feel like the really hard thing when you've got kids as well is that they're so unpredictable and it can be like the weirdest things can totally throw you off your day like you know the two kids can have a fallout and then you actually have to spend 15 minutes calming everybody down and you know finding resolution to that and that's 15 minutes of you're getting ready time that is now gone or it can be like you can't find their shoes because they've they've randomly put them in a cupboard that they shouldn't be in you know it's like all of these wee things that are so unpredictable with kids that do eat into that time and make it a little bit more stressful as well so by making sure that I took the pressure off a little bit about where I had to be was also helpful so what I mean by that was that like for instance meeting friends at soft play that's great but if that's an hour session and you need to absolutely be there for that session time. Sometimes that felt like a little bit of a stress for me versus going to a soft play that you could show up at any time. That works a lot better for me because then I, I know that if I'm 10 minutes late, then it doesn't actually matter too much. It's not eating into my time to spend with the people that I meet up with and it's not eating into the time for the kids to spend in the soft play either. Or it might be even just saying to my friends, you want to just come down to my house? That way it doesn't really matter if none of my kids are dressed. I think there's just so much pressure on us to just get everything right and for everybody to be perfect and I just feel like it just doesn't work when you've got kids. Like perfectionism just isn't something that works when you've got kids. So it was all about trying to make things easier where I could. And I did really have to drill down as well on that full process of getting ready. Like I said already, I made sure that I was getting up nice and early so that it gave us plenty of time so that it was less stressful if these wee mishaps did happen. We still had plenty of time to get ready and cope with all of that. 
because do you know what how stressful is it getting kids ready when you've got somewhere to be oh my goodness it is stressful because we all know that the challenges of getting them ready it's like oh can you go put your shoes on for me while I go up and grab your coat okay have you got your shoes on no okay so I need you to put your shoes on now nope you can't go and find a toy just now because it's going to make us late did you go for a pee when I asked earlier no okay so I need you to go for a pee right now and I need you to come get your shoes on yep right now and yet we should have left five minutes ago now and you know we're no further forward and I know that so many of you are going to relate to that and what is our gut reaction when we're feeling stressed and dysregulated and then we feel like we're not being listened to for most of us the first reaction that we're going to go to it's going to be shouting now I personally try and avoid as much as I can shouting at my kids It just makes everybody in our house upset. It makes me feel so guilty. It's just not worth it in my eyes. And listen, if you do it, you do you. But for me, it's just something that doesn't work in our households. So when I'm dysregulated, it's already so difficult for me not to react with shouting. You know, I'd be going into it because I was already feeling like everything was so chaotic. I was going into that situation already feeling dysregulated and stressed from the outset and so it was only making it even harder to get the kids ready and stay calm you know because I can feel the frustration and the anger bubbling up inside me when I'm feeling dysregulated I don't feel like they're listening to me they're not following instructions that is the truth I find that hard to not shout and that became even more frustrating for me as well because like I said it just absolutely doesn't align with the mum that I want to be So then I would just feel so guilty afterwards as well and I would really, really wallow in that for a while too. But I definitely found that giving yourself way more time than what you actually need really helps keep those stress levels down because I think we have to go in with realistic expectations. If you had two extra adults to get ready, it would be so much more straightforward to get everybody ready on time. But you don't. You have kids to get ready, okay? And we know that it is developmentally so normal for them to not be super at following instructions sometimes. They might need things to become a game for them to follow instructions. They might have issues where they're feeling dysregulated themselves and then therefore you're going to have to calm down all of those big feelings and you might have to work out resolutions, like I said, if the two of them are fighting or they're arguing over something or they can't find something. Kids are thrown off really easily. So creating this bigger window of time is definitely so beneficial and making those mornings a lot less stressful as well. But the reality was this pull towards slowing down was so much bigger than just creating less stressful mornings for me. And I think that the reality was that I was overworking myself in so many situations and that was having a knock-on effect to how I was showing up as a mum as well. Because we know that when we're overworked and we're already in a state of dysregulation, it's then going to be harder to enter hard situations and actually feel like you can cope with them. So it's really important as a mum to be regulated so that you can actually deal with your children's dysregulation and deal with it in a way that you're happy with. So I found that I had to actually just slow down in loads of other ways in my own personal life as well that I knew would have that knock-on effect and make me a happier person so that I could show up as a happier mum that is much more equipped to cope with all the hard moments that you have with kids. So For me, it was just making sure that I was going to schedule in every week some days at home and making sure that the kids had time to really play with their toys, turning the TV off so that we could enjoy that slow pace where they could just use their own imagination and their creativity 
and being there and available for if they did want me to play with them as well. So trying to make sure that the time that was scheduled in at the house wasn't about me tidying up the house or cleaning the house or doing the washing, trying to make sure that it was actually scheduled in as proper family time so that I am still there available to do and assist with whatever they want help with. But for me, it was stepping away from being the entertainer as well and really letting that be child-led. So just opening up the cupboards, giving them the freedom and the space to choose what they wanted to do knowing that I'm there if they wanted me to participate in that, but also not putting that pressure on me to participate. And something that I found was really helpful was actually just me kind of sitting back on the couch and just reading a book. And it meant that it was easy enough, like I was still available, I wasn't doing anything that was too important per se, that I could just come down and play with them if they did ask. But also I was getting in a little bit of time for me to slow down as well. So I'm there, I'm available and present. And I have to say, playing with my kids is something that I'm still learning to kind of get better at as well. I feel like a lot of mums could relate to having that disconnect with playing because as we get older, we just don't play anymore. So the things that I'm kind of better at is like the crafty side of things, which luckily my daughter absolutely loves. But yeah, I'm relearning how to play with them and enjoy that time as well. So yeah, we scheduled in a lot more time to just play at home and just kick back and relax and not have the pressure of having somewhere to be some days. And it meant that we could just go at a completely slow pace that day. And it meant that nobody had to be dressed or ready at a certain time. We could just kind of take it as it came and eat when we were hungry and stuff like that. It's just such a nicer, relaxed vibe. I just love a slow morning. I absolutely love it. And my kids have really enjoyed having that time as well to just play with their toys. And what I've actually found as well is by doing this and really opening up the space to play again, like they're they're playing so much better with their toys as well. Like they, they are actually playing so much better and so much more regularly and they're using their toys for lots of different things you know like my oldest she's so great at building her own little houses out of just random things and stuff like that so I really feel like it's given them the space to find new uses for their toys and really use their creativity and imagination as well but what I did find is that when I started to force myself to slow down even more in my own personal life as well that there was so many more moments of joy and learning and regulation for both me and my kids and I noticed that not only were the kids now playing better with their toys, they were much more engaged in their toys, I could make more time to play with them and we could talk more and connect more, but I also started to feel that me and my kids were living our lives together side by side, rather than them having their life and I was trying to fit them into my life or I was trying to fit my life around them. It started to feel like we were really in this together as a family, living our lives side by side with a connection between the two of them. So for example, slowing down, I have started to really enjoy doing yoga again. I absolutely love it. I find it such a peaceful, calming activity. And it's so funny because now my kids have seen me bringing my yoga mat out a lot more and they've watched me do it. And they have noticed that habit and some days they'll actually join in with me. And I think that that's so lovely because, you know, I'm really showing them that by slowing down and being mindful, they can move their body and that's all habits that they can form for themselves. I'm, I'm showing them the importance of that. And, and that's what I mean where it's like we're living our lives side by side because that is something that I absolutely think is really important for me to do. I'm doing that for me. 
but I absolutely love that my kids can also get involved in that too and that's not something that I need to do in my own time without my kids that's just something that I do for me while my kids are around and they can join in and we can all do that together if they want to I just absolutely love that and what I've also found that slowing down and having more time at home that we've been better able to focus on developing some really important life skills now I'm very much in the core of kids need to be kids but I also think that naturally kids do want to be involved in our day-to-day life they do want to live side by side with us they don't want to have their own life and for you to have your own life you know they do want that to be a side by side experience so I think that we often miss this in the rush of the day-to-day life but kids really do want to be involved in what we think is the boring stuff and by having more pockets of time at home where you are scheduling in time to just slow down and not have so many places to be there's so many ways that your kids can help in the day-to-day running of the house and what I think is really important to say here is that I'm not this horrible mum that is like forcing chores on my five and three-year-old it's not about that but what I think is important to remember here is that to your kids absolutely everything in life is a game you know everything in life is a game And kids are so wonderful and unique in that because to them, every single moment is precious. The little things are beautiful and interesting and fun. And they actually really enjoy just simple things like emptying the dishwasher or helping sort through a pile of washing or learning to fold clothes. Like my kids genuinely enjoy doing that. Don't get me wrong. They absolutely love playing and getting up to nonsense, but they also enjoy being part of day-to-day tasks And I think that that is really helpful because it helps them see that they also have a role in the family too, that they can contribute to the house, that it's actually a job for us all to work together to keep the house clean and tidy and gives them a little bit of responsibility as well. And like I said, that is not me being mean. Honestly, they do really enjoy and it's one of those things where like we're not doing that every single time that I put the washing away. If they're busy playing and having fun, then absolutely I'm not going to pull them away from that to help me put the washing away. I'm perfectly fine with doing that on my own. But, you know, Harlow will come over and she'll be like, Mum, can I help you put the washing away? Can I fold my clothes myself? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can. Or another example is like carving out extra time every day to make dinner. Because my oldest, she has expressed such a keen interest in helping me with the dinner every day. And obviously I'm not going to be able to do that absolutely every day because sometimes I do need to make dinner in a rush and I just don't have the time carved out. But I will try and make sure that at least a couple of times a week I give us plenty of time to actually sit down and make the dinner together as well because she does have that interest in getting involved in that. And I think that that's so important as well because that's also teaching our those valuable life skills like independence and our fine motor skills. And I think that we forget as well, you know, we've put so much emphasis on creating these uh, extravagant sensory activities and buying in things for that and sorting out toys that are going to give them this sensory experience. But actually, that's a sensory experience in itself. Day-to-day tasks can be these really cool sensory activities so you don't have to be setting up these tough trays full of stuff if you don't want to there is genuinely so much value in the everyday things and I think that we do lose sight of that sometimes because we get so caught up in doing more so I think that it is this really delicate balance that we have to figure out for ourselves and figure out what works for us as a family and like I said I don't know if this is something that everybody's going to relate to but I just know that having a really busy chaotic 
full to the brim life. It just doesn't fulfill me. I love having slow moments. I love having time with my kids to just play and focus on them and connect with them. But I also absolutely love taking them out on days out and I love taking them to their clubs. They both go to different clubs every week as well. So it is, it's just about trying to get that balance between it. But honestly, I think if you are feeling overwhelmed as a mum in your motherhood journey, carve in some time at home to really focus on being more mindful together as a family. So take this as your invitation to do less if you also feel like you want to do less. And you don't have to be at classes and clubs and events and soft plays and all these days out all the time. You know, there can absolutely be so much value in those small everyday moments and just slowing down and giving the kids an opportunity to play in their safe space as well. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, carve in a little bit of time at home and honestly, it can have some pretty special results. So I really hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and that you've been able to take something away from it, whether that's feeling less alone or more in the know. If you have enjoyed today's episode, the usual stuff applies. A review or a share with a friend is a really great way for me to build my community so that I can help more women. All the good stuff is in the show notes, guys, including details on how to work with me, or you can check out my website at www.breathingtobirth.com. I'll see you next week.